You're listening to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where the bounce count. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where we can trip into filler without even expecting it. Oh. I'm your host, Shinigami Bob. With me is Quincy Dan. What? That can't be Dan Abotomy? No, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I guess I'll be a Quincy. I guess that's, that's fine. I hear that, that I am what they should fear, not Soul Reapers. Chris Visor. Okay, I'll take that. Visor. Visored. And Dr. Arongro? This is rough. This is, uh, can I? Glad to be a Donkey Kong villain, I guess. <laughs> Dr. Silly Dilla. <laughs> <laughs> this week we reviewed episodes 145 through 149. I'm glad someone finally got around to reviewing these because I feel like they were put out with any sort of internal review. <laughs> well, yeah, it was yeah. shown in anime Ooh. during that era. <laughs> this is disgusting. During watching this, I actually said, I think shonen anime filler from the aughts might be the lowest form of art in existence. You may not be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How dare they do this to us? They slaughtered us into that sense of security and then immediately. Uh huh. Don't worry, there's actually a really fucking bizarre twist to the filler this time. Oh? Um, I'll say it when we get there. Great. Before we get there, though, uh, I hear we can get these episodes early somehow. I don't really get it, but maybe Chris can tell me. I don't know how we would get these episodes early. That seems strange. Like, it might involve talent, the magical space. <laughs> Yes. But if you'd like to get these episodes early, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. For as little as $5 a month, you get early access to Chugging Bleach, meaning if you're listening to this on YouTube, there's another episode on the Patreon waiting for you right now. You also get early access to Pokemon Go to the Movies, a show similar to this one, except we review Pokemon movies instead of uh, Bleach, you know, kind of... Kind of follows. Uh, you also get cut content from other shows we do when there's when that exists for us to give you, and a patron exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's Patreon.com/slash GB Podcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to just spread the word or do things like rate us on your favorite podcast app or like this video if you're on YouTube right now. Patreon.com/slash GB Podcasts. Thank you, Chris. I'm so glad to hear about Patreon. And now I guess I have to recap the episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Episode 145. Chad announces El Directo. Again, and punches this huge jobber. It does what it does that anime thing where there's a big jet stream out of the dude's back and he falls down. The jobber Ishida beat pisses and moans and tries to shoot at him one last time, but Ishida blows his finger off. And he's like, go back to Aizen and tell him that how big the Quincy's dick is. Even though just before this, I was talking about how we needed to not do exactly this and announce ourselves. Yep. He's a very consistent man. And then the room starts to collapse and they start to fight about it. And the gunner jobber says, it's designed to collapse if we fail to stop intruders. And he goes on a really fucking long rant that doesn't matter at all. And Ichigo just stares at him like he's entirely disassociating, which is the first spoiler damage. <laughs> Oh, no. He's just like me, for real. I'm just like, what? What the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> right? It's like he literally can't understand him. He's just waiting for him to stop. He sucks Eisen's dick with his last breath and then gets crushed by the rubble. He went on a really long rant about how escaping the collapsing room was impossible, but they kind of just pop out. Yeah. <laughs> I want a version of this where the Aron cars just speak Spanish. 
<laughs> so he just goes just staring at them blankly like I don't get it. What what what's he saying? Old Kiora goes on whatever fucking spiel he goes on, and then Ichigo's just like El Banyo. <laughs> uh, they comment on the environment and about how the withered plants are actually made of stone, and they see Aizen's fortress in the distance, which is Las Noches. Ichigo does his dumb hero boy shtick and is like, doesn't matter how big and huge and intimidating it is because I'm going to do it. I must succeed. <laughs> and then they run towards it. In Las Noches, the Espada have a meeting. They talk about how it's so boring that the intruders got in so far away because they'll be dead before any of them see them. We get the first totally unobscured group shot of them, and they're just a bunch of freaks. Oh, it's fucking yes. awesome. Yeah. They have, like, a male Kanamori with an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that jacket thing that's a giant sphere behind him. It's it's real weird. Oh, and, and weird Sele Buckethead. <laughs> Buckethead I forgot about entirely. <laughs> Eisen walks in and announces they have intruders, but is like, but first, let's have tea. Then we cut back to the hero trio running. They're running and they're running and they're running and they're running and the word we're sure in the we needed like 40 more episodes of filler, but everybody would have rebelled territory and they're running and they're running and they're running and they're running and they're running. A dipshit music starts playing as they keep running with the exact same footage and they start to bicker over how far away the castle is. And I really thought they were stuck in some kind of like spatial loop. Yeah. But no, a sandstorm just starts up and then they grab onto these tiny little trees and they all break and they get sucked into the storm. And then they're all just kind of floating in a weird void inside the tornado. They're inside like the spherical barrier that they got shot out of from the canon in Soul Society. Uh, Ishida made it because he got one from Ikaku. And then they start to fight again. Like Ichigo starts being a dick. And Chad's like, Ichigo, shut up so, so Ishida can focus on keeping it together. But then it starts breaking. And then Chad decides this can be solved by punching. Yeah, makes total sense. <laughs> it's always worked before. <laughs> so he does that. It explicitly did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time it did. <laughs> he breaks the orb, but also punches through the tornado like the fucking old thing cartoon. And they all fly outside and they get buried in the sand. We cut back to the Espada meeting. They're all sitting there posing like male models. Aizen tells Tosin to start the PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Aizen explains who the intruders are and the Espada react. And we see one with like a tube for a head and two voices and an old man and a pink guy with glasses and the other freaks don't talk. And Aizen tells them all not to underestimate them because they came to rescue Orihime. Grimjow starts to leave and Tosin's like, the meeting's not over, but he's going to ignore him. And then Aizen's like, no, come sit, come sit back down. But Grimjow doesn't obey fast enough, so Aizen makes him kneel with his Chad aura. It's it's really good, because he even says his full name. He's going to get grounded. He's just like, I'm not done talking. Could you return to your seat for now, Grimjow Jagajog? Then Aizen tells all of them to do nothing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Great to have a meeting where they say they're not going to do anything. Just ignore it. It'll go away. Yeah, it's Silicon Valley over here. <laughs> We cut back to our heroes and Chad says the palace must be unbelievably enormous using the trees in front of it as a sense of scale. Ichigo asks if it's a mirage and then Ishida begins to explain how mirages work because he has autism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just the thought of it, if left to his own devices, he would just spout a Wikipedia page. Yes. Ichigo gets mad and they see like a little hollow lizard. 
Ichigo wonders how hollows survive, and then they have a conversation about reishi density in the air. Then Ichigo and Ishida start to argue again. Uh, Chad considers this and wonders how it affects his own power. And then Ishida says, even normal hollows are more dangerous here. And then Ichigo just ignores him and starts going again. Then they see a baby being chased by a bunch of hollows <laughs> yeah. and go to save her. <laughs> the Arankar Encyclopedia. Hueco Mundo is where the hollows live. It's always night. There's white deserts and stone trees and no water. Gin asks how they serve tea then, and Aizen asks him if he wants to know. And Gin says, no, I, I, it seems dangerous if I know too many secrets. <laughs> the best part is when it ends, it cuts to a wide shot of the desert. And it says, a land of sand I would want to go to. Like it's a tourist destination. Mm-hmm. Like in Japanese text. And I'm like, what is this outro? This is so insane. It's a postcard. What is there a problem? <laughs> I wish you were here. It's going to pop up one time. 146. The baby is being chased by goofy looking hollows, like even goofier than any filler hollow. Yeah, they, they get past that hump that lets you know that they are real hollows and not filler hollows because they become <laughs> good designs. Yes. Ichigo, Chad, and Ishida beat them up really effortlessly. They all cry. Then the baby tells them to stop bullying everyone and also cries. Uh, they all do dogeza where they put their heads down on the ground and in their hands and like an apology. And the baby says they're sorry. They were just playing eternal tag because there's nothing else to do in Hueco Mundo. God, this place sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ichigo was like, well, you were you were crying. And then and then uh, uh and the baby's the baby's name is Nell, and she refers to herself in the third person. She says she was doing that because she's a masochist, and then Ichigo hits one of the bigger hollows because the baby knows that word. <laughs> Fair response. Uh, Ishida asks her if Nell is her name, and she says yes, and that she's an Arankar. The other Hollows, her older brothers, are Peche, who looks like a weird insect man. He looks like he looks like you you took Hollow Knight and stretched him real long. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he looks. And uh, Dodon Chaka, Dodo Chaka, Dondo Chaka, Dodon Chaka, yeah, Dodon Chaka, who is like a big, he has like a big hideous. Like, like, um, Day of the Dead mask almost as a face. And the big worm is their pet, Bawa Bawa. Ichigo asks how an Arankar can have relatives, and they basically explain that they form family units the same way people in Soul Society do. But Ichigo says that isn't how it works because he's a fucking dick. Yeah, this is weirdly hateful, Ichigo. And they all, and they all start to like get upset until he takes it back. Ichigo stares at this fucking scrunko and doubts she's an Arankar. And Nell explains that all the Arankar they've met so far are numeros. They have two-digit numbers and serve the Espada. Numero are combat ass experts, unlike her and her brothers who are garbage bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Nell then says it's rude to say they don't look like Arankar when Ichigo doesn't look like Hollow at all. He looks more like a Soul Reaper. Eh. And then they realize. <laughs> Nell shakes nervously and asks Ichigo's occupation, and the three introduce themselves. Nell and her brothers all panic and call them bad guys. They're baffled they didn't know who they were. Nell says they're going to kill them, and Ichigo says, no, we're, we're not. And then Nell and her brothers do like the who huddle and debate, like, we got to kill them. Let's play tag with them, and then when they're not expecting it, we'll jump them and kill them. So Nell turns around and says, tells Ichigo that if they aren't bad guys, they got to play tag with them. Then effortlessly steals Ichigo's sword and runs. He was not <laughs> expecting theft, baby. No. And then tells Ichiko, uh, come catch me and then beat me up and make me cry. <laughs> Ichigo chases them and the other brothers follow along. Ishida and Chad are like, 
Wow, Ichigo sure let his guard down and got humiliated by a child easily. <laughs> I like that they call attention to it. Yeah. And, and then the big worm bursts from the ground and lands on them. And then they form like the train of everyone yelling and running and saying stupid shit like Pesce saying, it's like rock, paper, scissors. It's more fun the more people who are involved. Ichigo's like, that's not how that works at all. Nell trips and Ichigo grabs her and then all the others trip and the three stooges have been defeated. Nell is surprised Ichigo saved her from cartoon slapstick because I guess they were all going to fall on her and instantly falls in love with him, basically. Ichigo tries to leave now that he has his sword back and she starts to cry and calls Ichigo a two-timer. <laughs> yeah. And then a big voice says it's going to kill them. And out from the sand comes a giant fucking sandcastle iron car that looks like like a weird Luigi version of a hollow. <laughs> no, no, not Luigi Wario specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see this is a Waluigi hollow. Yeah. Uh, Nell says it's Runuganga, the guardian of the white sand, and he looks like a fucking WarioWare minigame. Me? Runuganga. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, he says he's going to turn them all into sand. And then Ichigo cuts him down the middle with Getsuga Tensho. And everybody says Ichigo does a sneak attack. And Ichigo's like, no, he was looking at me and I openly did it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a sneak attack. sneaky about this. Then Runuganga sticks himself back together and says, Ichigo did a sneak attack and must be punished for it. And then Ichigo bitches because it's not a sneak attack. I am not owned, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Then he's like, how did you recover when I cut you like that? And Nell says, he's made of sand. And then Ichigo gets mad at how casually she said that. <laughs> he attacks. Nell almost gets sucked into a big sand tornado, but Ichigo saves her. Runuganga says he's going to own them all at once, and Ichigo cuts him again, but it doesn't do anything because he's made of sand. <laughs> he mocks Ichigo for his weak attack, and Ishida's like, we should do the we should all attack at once. Hell yeah, meathead strats. And then they all do like a big combo attack and blow him into dust. And this other strat does not get used enough in Shonen no. series. Like they should always work. I mean, like, basically this, 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 more Shonen series should be that moment in JoJo's where they kick the shit out of that guy. Yeah, no, with three really powerful dudes just going to team up on one guy who's slightly better than them. It should always just work. <laughs> There's like a beat where they're like, did it work? Did we own him? Nell says he's coming, and then he makes like an antlion pit to get all of them. <laughs> Nell starts to sink, and Ichigo grabs her again. And he asks Nell if he has a weakness, and Nell's like, I don't want to tell a bad guy. And then he pulls her cheek, and she's like, it's water, and there isn't any in Hueco Mundo, which is why he's invincible. I love this because Dodonchak is in the antlion pit, and he's literally yelling like, hey, yo, what about me, Gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a he is the best. <laughs> then Runuganga form, reforms the main body and says he's going to swallow them all at once. And then he turns into a soy wojack. <laughs> <laughs> which is the second image. I fucking lost it when you posted this. I'm like, why is that happening? Why is this man reviewing the new Switch OLED? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really funny how, how close it looks. Uh, and then he tries to eat them, and then he gets frozen solid and falls over and shatters. I wonder who did it. Could be anyone. It was Hitsugaya. And, and then Ichigo turns around. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I just re I realized as I said that, oh yeah, there actually is another character it could be. But Ichigo turns and his eyes widen because it's Rukia and Rinji. And we cut to Soul Society and... 
Yamamoto gets a report that Rukia and Renji are gone, and Ukitake and Byaki also get reports of it. Then we go back to Hueco Mundo, and Nell is, Nell is scared because more bad guys are here. Ichigo runs forward to greet them, but they both start punching him. <laughs> like, Rukia hits him a couple times, and then high-five tags Renji, and <laughs> then he does it. In. It's so good. And then Rukia explains that you should have realized we were going to come help and waited for us to get there to help you. And then Rookie's like, who are the clowns that you met up with? And so the clowns do a bit where they introduce themselves and do do Sentai poses and say a different name for each of each of them, say a different name for their group. And then they fight about how they all said different names for the group. And then the pet worm cries that it wasn't included. And they do it again with the exact same saying different things. And then Ichigo says, you're all in timeout. Shut up. None of you are allowed to talk anymore. So what you're saying is it was a really good bit. It was a really good bit. <laughs> <laughs> it would be lessened for me me carefully recounting it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Ichigo and Co. start to leave, but Nell says she'll take them to Lost Noches. And Nell stares at Rukia as they ride on the worm and keeps calling Ichigo Itsugo. <laughs> then Ichigo's like, hey, Rukia and Renji, how come you guys have cool cloaks? Rukia's <laughs> like, Byakuya said we'd need the cloaks, cloaks in Hueco Mundo because there's sand everywhere and it's cold and she turns into like a brother con. For a second, uh, and everybody is shocked. Byaku, you helped, and we see Byaki's logic, which is like, I was only given an order to bring you back to Soul Society. I wasn't given any orders to keep you here or not give you things which would help you because he is a law cuck. <laughs> I fucking love that man so much. <laughs> Byakuya also said that Ichigo is a dweeby little ginger, and then Ichigo gets mad at finding this out. <laughs> <laughs> then the sand freak respawns, and the episode ends. The Arnkar Encyclopedia. Today, Gein will discuss the ranks of Arnkar. Of the three ranks of Minos, the only ones that will always become humanoid are Vasto Lordes. Lower ranking ones can't become entirely humanoid. Then Nell walks in and Gein is like, wow, you're entirely humanoid. Weird. The end. <laughs> well, it was even worse than that because Nell's like, oh, no, don't look at me. Oh, that's making me feel awful. Keep looking at me. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder how she knows the word masochist. Runuganga shows up again. That name sounds fake. <laughs> he can respawn as long as there's sand. They're in a desert. What a conundrum. I blame Crisis Core, Bob. Yes. That's, that's what I'm blaming for this sounding like a made-up fucking hollow. Okay, now, here's where I have to say this. The next three episodes are filler. Okay. But they are they filler sure are. based on notes Kubo gave them for something he had to cut from the manga because his editor wanted them to get to Las Noches faster. Even Ashido is something Kubo gave them. Wow. Okay. Uh, counterpoint, it all sucks. That's true. <laughs> the editor was fucking right. <laughs> the mm -hmm. editor was fucking right. Like, we, we ended the last episode and I went, wow, that went by really fast. I, I guess that's what happens when Bleach is good. And then we fell into a filler pit. Yeah, these like they seriously just introduced these three characters who are some of my favorite characters in all of Bleach, and then this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Rukia tries to be cool and own Runuganga again, and starts to do her thing where she stabs her sword into the ground and like owns him with ice again. But they're on Bawa Bawa, so he freaks out, and I was like, "You're you're you're hurting him! Stop! <laughs> yeah. This is the one good gag we get." <laughs> uh, and then they get sucked into the antlion trap. And the music becomes fartcore. I don't know what's yeah. up with the music, but it just happens. 
Uh, and then we see a guy with a weird mask who poses with a sword and everyone's sucked into an underground cave just like in Xenogears. Everyone is okay. And then Nell falls on Ichigo and concusses him. And then the other two also do. They're in an underground stone tree forest. Rukia is missing. Chad and Ishida comment on how the giant trees down here are actually the trees above ground. The ones above ground are the tippy top branches poking through. Wow. It's like the forest in Nausicaa. No, don't say it. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Don't even draw the comparison. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> the, the hollows are terrified because they fell into the forest of Minos. The strongest hollows live on the surface and the weaker ones live underground. The forest is full of them. Ichigo asks if Nell has knows how to get back to the surface and she has no idea and starts crying because they're going to die. And then the other two cry. And then Ishida says, well, if there's a way in, there must be a way out. And then they're like, Wow, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> then Renji realizes Rukia is missing, and Ichigo makes a face like a surprised dog, which I'm pretty sure is the uh, next damn it, next form. <laughs> bark. <laughs> bark, bark. That feeling when Rukia is missing. <laughs> they all act shocked, and we cut to Rukia under rubble from that came from somewhere. They sank into the sand. I don't know why she's under rubble. She wakes up and looks around. She yells for help, but gets no response. She sees a bunch of hollows. She starts fighting them, but there's an infinite number of them because it's the filler dimension. She sees a light and runs towards it, but at the light, there's a clearing where there's a bunch of minnows. She's going to fight them, but since this is a filler arc that hates women, she falls on her ass and is immediately useless and is going to get sarrowed, but the masked guy saves her and effortlessly kills the two minnows. And then he carries her off. Yep. Yeah. Ichigo and Ko are wandering around yelling, Rukia, hey, Rukia. Uh, they can't find her. Renji and Ichigo are like, I guess she must have gotten blown away. And then like, imagine her getting picked up by the fucking wind. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, you guys are idiots. It's like, man, these guys are stupid. Meanwhile, Bawa Bawa just starts going, oh, 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 oh. and they're like, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> he, uh, he starts to do like the, the the fucking Charlie Brown adult shit for like 30 seconds. And, and Nell says, he'll climb a tree. And then the skinny one, Pesce, commentates. And, I'm, and something about his voice just keeps reminding me of a Rick and Morty character. No. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. I don't know why. It's just something about his delivery. But Ishida and Chad are like, we want to get a bird's eye view, too. So we're going to ride the worm up the tree. You know, they talk about that the Renji and Ichigo's thoughts on what happened to Rukia is a stupid, but they don't address what actually separates them. So I just have to accept that's canon. Ah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. No, that you, you saw it happen. She got thrown away and blew off to another <laughs> spot and sunk down. Yes. Rukia is being carried by the mask person. She keeps asking to be let down, but they're ignoring her. She finally just breaks away and escapes, but outruns her with flash step and picks her up like a bag of groceries and she's like what the hell and he finally talks it's like just shut up till we get to my fucking hideout we cut to some lumpy jobbers in the shadows talking about what they're gonna do and the answer is die they're gonna die but uh they don't know that yet they have to pretend they have a role in this plot <laughs> <laughs> and that's the real tragedy that they don't know <laughs> Mask guy takes Ruki to a cave and they go in. He's a weird hermit who eats moss and mushrooms. <laughs> he has like perfectly cut cubes out of the rock wall. He keeps his food in. Rukia says, oh, you're a soul reaper. Where are your fucking papers? Show me your badge. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finally talks. His name is Ishido. Then he attacks her. 
and Rookie's like, his attacks are random but strong, Penguin of Doom XD. <laughs> There's some bad filler shots of them swinging swords and Rookie getting knocked around. Ishida and Chad are on the worm. Ishida thought he saw Minos, but he can't now. They fight some birds. Ichigo fights generic bad-looking hollows. <laughs> a bunch of Minos show up. Ichigo Getsuka's one, and it gets knocked down instead of being eviscerated. That's not how that's supposed to work. Yeah. The other one roars. Renji owns a bunch of generic hollows and thinks he's cool. The Hollows want to run, but Nell doesn't want to abandon them. Pesce explains how being a rat who runs away is epic. <laughs> <laughs> but then they just get picked up by a fucking bird and carried off. <laughs> and then a million minnows come in and shoot a bunch of saros, but we cut back to Rukia fighting Ashido. She asks him what the fuck he's doing, but he just keeps going for her and knocks her into a wall. And she tries to be smug and pocket sands him. But it doesn't matter because he nothing personals her and teleports behind her and seemingly stabs her. And that's the end of the episode. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Golden. Was it? Golden. I'm pretty sure it was golden. Yeah, it was golden. Okay, golden. Golden. It's the Serite editorial department. Rangiku's article is late. Then she shows up with it. It's all creep shots of Hitsugaya. She wants them to be the cover, but Shuhei's like, no, it already went to the printer. She's like, no, I went to the, I went to the printer and changed the entire layout. And she Shuhei's like, oh no, I'm gonna have to work all night to fix it. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> One forty-eight. Ashido gets her at blade point and then stops. He was just testing her to see if she could survive here. He senses the others fighting and says they're stupid for exposing themselves. And then him and Rukia leave to go help. Ichigo and the others are dealing with the minnows having a fucking rave because they're just shooting these lasers while swinging their heads around. <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> what an in-shot. They talk about finding Rukia and tracking Nell. Nell is their priority right now because th those, those three suck and will die easily. The worm picks them up and they head off after Nell. The really shitty jobber hollows show up and the main one looks like a member of Mobius from Xenoblade 3. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Nell and company were brought to these jobbers and they're thrown in like a shitty jail cell as the loser hollows smugly chuckle. Ashido and Rukia jump around trees and find where everybody was fighting. One of the jobbers who looks like a big shitty gorilla attacks Rukia from behind, but she dodges. I guess these guys are Aruchas. I guess. Good for them. They have a really bad filler fight. The shitty gorilla guy summons a bunch of minnows like a fucking seventh gen boss. They have another rave, and Ashido and Rukia dodge. Ashido uses, like, like a bone shield to block the Saros, and then kills the gorilla guy, and then he kills the Minos. It's so cool that we have this filler arc where Rukia is a fucking punk for no reason. Yep. Yeah, and they, since it's filler, they couldn't even bother to give this guy's, like, uh, sword transformation at all. <laughs> yeah. He seems really cool. He just hits things with his sword. Yeah, it's like, Rukia can at least do the first level of transformation. What is this dude's deal? <laughs> uh, they talk about how these Adhuchas didn't appear until really recently. Ashita says the power dynamics of the area has changed. Something must have happened in Soul Society. What happened? And then Rukia flashes back to canon content and gives a really vague answer. The Jabberhollers talk about Ashido and Rukia and then say they can use Nell and company as bait to get them in. Rukia and Ashido kill more hollows. Ashita says Rukia is stronger than he thought. 
Rukia starts to ask him why he wears a mask and is like, no, you probably don't want to tell me. <laughs> then he takes it off and is a generic hot guy that looks like Ichigo wearing a wig. I was going to say he looked like that 69 guy was out the Signara's face and I realized that's also Ichigo with black hair. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he's been here for hundreds of years. He fell in chasing a hollow and he's been here killing hollows ever since. Rookie asks him if he's stuck and he says, no, I could leave. I just won't so I can kill more hollows so they won't get to the human world like I'm fucking doom guy. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, but but actually everything's gotten a lot worse. Sorry. And then she does the Eto thing. Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid fucking character. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Ashido. Yeah, fuck Ashido. Uh -huh. Ashido sucks so bad. This was bad enough without him just being the fucking Christmas tree star on top. Yeah, and them acting like he's really cool is just, it hurts. <laughs> it does hurt. Ashido and Rukia end up where the where uh, Ashido first arrived to Hueco Mundo, and there's a mass grave for all his friends. He had friends once, and they all fought a bunch of generic hollows and stupidly went into the Hueco Mundo portal and got mulched by the endless army of hollows. Then he has this exact same flashback a second time, but with the color inverted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. They rolled the footage like at least three or four times across these episodes. And I'm like, why did you do it twice in a row at first? He stays here to kill hollows so their deaths will have meant something. Rukia and him talk more. And Rukia says she's going to save her friend from Las Noches. He says, that's dangerous. And she's like, no, it'll be fine. Don't worry. And she does like, I brought you here so my friends could hear the voice of another soul reaper. I'm like, okay, fuck, fuck, whatever. They telling Rukia that's a bad plan. was like, dude, you just sat here doing literally nothing for hundreds of years. I think that this is a little <laughs> bit more comprehensible plan. Yeah. They get to where the fight where they sensed Ichigo, but there was nothing there. And then an Adhucha shows up and acts like he killed all of them, but that's obviously a lie. Who cares? Then he summons a million Minos, and they have a shitty filler fight. And he's he's gonna hit Rukia, but Ashido takes the hit for her, and his mask breaks. The Arnkar Encyclopedia. The forest of Minos is full of Gillians who follow orders. They only listen to Aizen and the guys in charge of the forest. If you attack, one more show up. Womp womp. I finally uh, found my note where I wrote exactly what Ashido's design reminded me of. Uh, Kmart Samurai Deeper Kyo. Mm. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shows was... pretty Kmart already. I know. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> uh, episode 149. Ashido wasn't even hurt. His mask just got broken. Oh, well. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I was sitting on the edge of my seat for a fucking week waiting for this episode to come out. <laughs> the Adhucha shit talks Rukia and cackles as they're surrounded by Minos and uh, Rukia mopes that Ashido got hit for her sake. And then she actually uses her fucking Shikai and instantly eradicates the Adhuchas, which is how all filler characters should die, frankly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. A main character should just look at them and vaporize them. Then the Minos get bored and wander off like because nobody's controlling him. They think the war's <laughs> over. <laughs> Rukia tells Ashido that she understands he's hurt from what happened, but he doesn't need to let the way his friends die dictate the rest of his life, and they wouldn't want that either. And then he basically says, no, I'm a Sigma male. And Rukia <laughs> yeah. makes a face that, to me, reads like, 
Ichigo smarter than this guy. That's troubling, which is uh, <laughs> the final image I put in there. <laughs> it's true. He's like, I'll choose my own path. Bitch, there are not toilets down here. <laughs> <laughs> they continue to head towards Ichigo and company who are staking out the cave where Nell and everybody are being held. They come up with the plan to just run in and kill everyone. And Ishida says that that's a reckless idea, but everybody else is already doing it. The cave is empty because they moved, I guess. And the worm is like, I know where they are. Let's go. Good thing we killed three minutes with that scene. Right. Yeah. It was like <laughs> they just needed like two minutes to fill and this did it. They find Nell and company on a cliff standing awkwardly. Nell tells Ichigo to run and then a bunch of minnows show up. Jobber three pops up and says they have to hold still and, and die or Nell and her friends die. It, it should be a shame if Ichiko could move faster than light and kill all of these characters before <laughs> any of them blink. This is uh, the scene where the dude does the point, right? Yeah, he, he goes, he goes, that Shinigami's eating beans. <laughs> points. <laughs> but the boss of the jobbers wants to fight Ashido one-on-one, even though nobody currently there knows who that is. Fuck the stupid fucking filler arc. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why he tell he told them that because the, the Mobius jobber had already blocked Rukia and Ashido. <laughs> what was the point of having him say that? I don't know. Tell the audience in case they didn't get it. I guess. The Minos all shoots arrows and Ichigo and his friends avoid them and they effortlessly save Nell and humiliate all these fucking jobbers. God, this sucks. <laughs> jobber boss monologues blah blah everyone will die blah blah you'll die in despair knowing your friends are also all dead blah blah Ashido tells Rukia to stay back he'll finally defeat this shitty jobber rival of his and then he wants Rukia to tell him what's actually going on in detail Ichigo is taking too long fighting this guy he should eviscerate with a glance Ashida and Rinji and Chad are just mowing down Minos the jobber Ichigo is fighting, like, shoot something at him, and there's a commercial break right as he launches the attack to try and build tension, and then when we come back, <laughs> Ichigo deletes him from history with Getsuga Tensho. He just swings it once, and the guy does the no and, and gets fucking disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, they even show him fully melt. <laughs> it's like, imagine someone's holding up a Kleenex and you had a fire hydrant-powered hose. <laughs> That's how bad this is. Uh, then all the minnows get sleepy again because the boss died. Ashido and the jobber boss keep fighting. Ashido's owning him pretty good while Pokemon-esque music plays. <laughs> he tries to attack Rukia since he can't own Ashido. And then Rukia just freezes him solid with no effort. And then Ashido <laughs> shatters him. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of him. Yep. More scenes of everybody owning minnows until they finally finish the fucking Dynasty Warriors level. <laughs> Nell, Nell and everybody are relieved they're safe Ichigo's like man we can leave now that all that bullshit's done and Renji says not without Rukia we gotta find her uh, and then she just shows up with Ashi like hey <laughs> it's the best part of the filler <laughs> honestly <laughs> luckily we did not need to go find her <laughs> luckily we console we control Z the cast down to a normal amount let's go and everyone's like hmm I don't know about a normal amount <laughs> Another Minos roars and the comedy squad start to scream. Ichigo's like, shut up. We're almost out. Stop crying. The exit is like in a weird clip, like a weird portal inside a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. The geometry of this place makes basically no sense. 
They almost get to the exit, and then the guy Ichigo disintegrated is just there somehow and has more minnows with him. <laughs> with this stupid fucking dustbuster <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Uh, Ashido tells them to leave so he can nobly sacrifice himself to defeat a threat that any other character present could effortlessly handle. <laughs> yep. And then he does. And, and Ruki yells, no, don't, 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 you don't have to do this. And nobody else has any opinion on this because they don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm sorry, I couldn't go back to toilets. <laughs> <laughs> the path collapses and they all spit out onto the surface near Las Noches. It's really good because Rukia starts crying about this and explaining, right, the sadness of the situation. She's like, Ashino, do you know the real world isn't getting better and how the Inuchas are getting even more powerful and Ichigo just, Rukia, who the fuck's Ashino? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the real tone of the room. He kind of listened to her say all that and is like, okay, so Aizen? <laughs> and like points towards Las Noches. <laughs> we cut to Orihime in her like room. Ulkiora shows up and basically is like, nice tits. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Makes me wonder how Hiei didn't do that at least once. <laughs> <laughs> she like yelps at him appearing and he's like, shut up. I just got here. Stop being annoying. You know, your friends are here. And she's, she's like, why are my friends here? And he goes, to fucking save you, idiot. Why the fuck do you, why the fuck else do you think they would be here? What is wrong with you? <laughs> it just breaks down into a fucking Three Stooges bit. And he's like, use your brain, numbskull. <laughs> I thought it might be Taco Tuesdays in Hokemundo. In no chance. <laughs> and then the episode ends with Ichiko and Renji getting ready to cut a, a hole in the sidewall of Las Noches to get in. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, not golden. Not golden. Rinji and Shuhei are talking. Rinji's like, hey, Shuhei, what, did, what do you do if your Zanpakuto breaks? And Shuhei's like, oh. And then Mayuri shows up and is like, I can fix it for you for a fee. Here's a catalog. Since Zabimaru is a monkey, I can give them option four, which is turning them into a sexy lady. And Rinji is really alarmingly, unsettlingly into that option. <laughs> he goes, please do so this for me. That. I want to fuck my monkey sword. <laughs> Oh, man, this may have affected later filler. Ah! <laughs> uh, there was one thing we missed, though, in this recap. One important thing that is going to drive me insane, and I'm hoping Bob just forgets they said this so it never comes up again. What's that? At the end of that conversation with the Yuchigo, Rukia looks back and goes, I promise to come back for you, Ashido. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I just as soon as she said that, I was like, "There's no way that dude's just erased from the timeline." God, that's it, though. Yeah, we did it. Good, good job, Chris. Yeah, thank you so much Ooh. for getting us through. These were rough. These were especially rough. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Bob about you know if our recap format just arranged the specific plot lines next to each other. I think the entire events for an episode are three sentences, right? Because they just keep cutting in between the two groups doing basically nothing. The longer we go, like the more filler we run into before anything significant happens, the more we all start to bleed out. Yeah. <laughs> the bout arc was bad, but this somehow somehow feels far more cruel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we, we had the hope of real content. Uh-huh. 
and they just hit us with the brick. And then just like the carpet that falls out because it was sitting on a trap hole in the floor uh, in, in Forspoken that leads directly to the credits. Uh, that happened here, but with bleach filler. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Pretty literal this time with the freaking sand monster. I know. I, did, I, I didn't want to... I, I didn't have a chance to bring it up earlier, but when, when the second one appears, they're literally like, well, actually, it makes sense that he's back <laughs> before they get sucked <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> that drove me crazy. Yeah. But we need to get to our segments. Oh, we have those, yes. We do. In the first segment, Best Dressed, which I know we were spent three episodes straight where no one was dressed well at all. Uh, I was like, I don't remember them being naked, but my brain was dying. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> she was just nude. <laughs> Rukia seems to care a lot about this guy with a perfectly toned ass. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> the mysteries. All right. So... Dr. Agro, who is the best dressed? Oh, yes. <clears throat> this is an easy call. Uh, the best dressed for this whole slate of episodes is easily Rokia. Not only is she wearing a sweet-ass cape, what she's really wearing is the love of an older brother. And more than that, <laughs> she's wearing the passive defiance of a mean-spirited pedant. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Agro. <laughs> Chris, who do you think is the best dressed? I don't know if this counts as being dressed, but um, I really like Pesce's design. I think he's very neat looking. He's a very good comedy design. He is a very good comedy design. So I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, that was absolutely going to be my pick. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bob Rip. <laughs> I know, right? Dan, what oh, do you got? Thank God. I just sat here this entire time being like, am I going to lose? The one glimmer of hope I've had in this entire set of filler episodes. The best dress is Nell, because she's fucking adorable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic hooded outfit with the tiny cracked skull on the top. Nell is perfect. It's another one where it's weird to call it dress, because she's dressed in a garbage bag. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> but it's perfect. It is. Perfect little garbage bag, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I gotta go. Uh, what about that guy who points? You should pick him. <laughs> I will not pick him. No. <laughs> Nobody should pick him. <laughs> I'm gonna pick that dude with the bucket head. It was in the iron cars. I have no <laughs> idea who he is. <laughs> oh, God. The iron cars. Are you, are you sure you don't want to pick Runuganga doing the soy face? <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a pretty good smile. I will never forget the first time I saw that table. Because, you know, the ones we'd seen before had, like, pretty cool designs. Mm -hmm. Grimjow's sweet. Ukiora's got a great design. I saw that table. I'm like, wow, we are we are at the bottom of Kubo's Lego bucket here. Just putting <laughs> spare parts together and seeing what we've got. Buckethead makes me laugh. Half-shirt chick makes me laugh. But I genuinely enjoy male Kanamori. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the actual the Espada are pretty cool at least once they start doing things but they were told not to do things <laughs> yeah yes. that's fucked up isn't it I, I think there's only like one complete L in the Espada which one is it? Is uh, it Sele Buckethead? No I, he, he is a funny L <laughs> yeah yeah whereas uh, he's just as a normal looking dude with a 5 o'clock shadow mm. I don't even oh, I know which one you're talking about yeah. 
Like you, I couldn't describe him in a way that you would remember him because he's that plain. Yeah, yeah. All right, time to move on. Let's see. By the way, I meant to mention it earlier, but uh, that pterodactyl scene absolutely is the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's way too funny to oh, see these three uh, being carried like that. <laughs> I was going to fight for, for Soy Face. <laughs> Damn it. They're both really good. <laughs> maybe, maybe just like crop him out and put him in the lower corner with a switch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan. How excited are you to continue watching Bleach? I think this broke me. <laughs> I think I'm done. Oh, no. I'm done just checking if the wall outlet's going to shock me. <laughs> just be like Duke Nukem. Just tub your finger in anyway. It's funny. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I, I guess I got to ask the question, Bob. What's up? Is the next set the episodes of the movie? Because that's going to change my response. You know what? We're just going to watch the movie because I don't want us to be spoiled on them putting random scenes from the movie into the intro next time. Great. Okay, awesome. Then I'm feeling pretty positive. Is this a one to ten? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a movie a seven. If you said episodes, though, I'd be afraid that another <laughs> trap four was gonna happen. So I was gonna give it a two. <laughs> that, that's fair. This was brutal. How dare you, <laughs> Chris? Did you bring any trivia this week? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> In some form of extended bleach media, meaning game book something something that's real but is not the anime okay they confirm Mashido survives that thing his heroic sacrifice is this true or false dan true aggro there's no way some weird ass game doesn't have that true bob i'm going to believe that he was never mentioned again anywhere so false uh it's true in one of the entirely canon Novels written by a Ryoga Narita, the Monogatari guy. Oh, no. He just includes a part where it's like, yeah, Shido's survived. He's fine. <laughs> I'm the one guy who liked that. <laughs> He's using his Bakai whatever that was about somewhere <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, Kubo just created him, so like maybe Kubo cares. Maybe. <laughs> I'd, I, you wonder if Kubo will ever draw him. Like, maybe there's a real design we can get for this character. <laughs> Maybe he draws them in the book. I don't fucking know. The book has illustrations. Oh, yeah, maybe. Golden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we did all our bits. It's time to rate these. And of course, we have to rate them on our tightness scale. The scale goes from 0 to 25. Bob. Yeah? Do it. Call on me. Dan, what do you rate these episodes? One. <laughs> We didn't mention it, but the opening fight is from the last episode. <laughs> so it's even worse and more fillery than we mentioned. I fucking hated this. This was so bad. If you were to excise the neat bit with the three in the desert from all the rest of this, and I watched a blank screen for the rest of the time, I could give this a decent score. This is such bad filler. I can't believe it genuinely feels like I walked into a door that doesn't open. <laughs> Someone pranked my ass and rubber cemented my door shut. So I just turned the knob and walked straight into it. This sucks. All right. I guess I'll go. I'm a little bit more positive because like I said, I like these three characters. They introduced a lot that did a lot for me. 
It still gets a five, though, because I was basically hit by a shovel immediately after the introduction. Yeah. And it gets time to really enjoy them because immediately we were just in dog shit filler. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? These were pretty bad. I'm giving these a three. The only reason it isn't even lower than a three is because there's any faith that we will not no longer be in filler when we get back. God, I hope. Right. Dr. Agro. I mean, the, the, the this set included the episode where Nell shows up. This beautiful bright light of hope before we literally fall down a hole into filler. Four. <laughs> Agro's like the children are our future and our future just fell down a hole in the middle of the <laughs> desert and went straight down <laughs> <sighs> yeah I hope we never have anything this bad again that's all I got to say uh, come back next month for a movie that's hopefully better than this I mean almost certainly better than this I mean that's not it's not hard no being better than this I don't know if anyone was soy jack in the movie though so that's mm. Mm. Uh, I've never seen a Bleach movie. You don't know. Maybe there'll be another character that's ripping off Yami and he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for anyone wondering, the next movie is Diamond Dust Rebellion. It starts Hitsugaya. It's the Hitsugaya movie because they fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's a Hitsugaya movie, is all of the sets scaled down to fit his height? <laughs> Hey, before you down that jug of bleach, how about you head on over to patreon.com slash gbpodcast. You can get the next episode of Chugging Bleach early and help support us doing insane seven-year-long endeavors like watching all of Bleach. We also do many other shows that you can get extras for. And if you ascend to Vasto Pod Lourdes, you'll even get credit for it on Big Think Dimension, our weekly gaming podcast. If not, that's fine. We'll see you next time you're thirsty for some bleach.